You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Peacock and Williamson. Get the latest around the NFL. Their picks, previews, and more with Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. OTAs wraps up. And we talked yesterday about Aaron Jones and the importance of him being there. And I was thinking about some of the other positions where continuity matters, where having all your guys there is a really important thing. And and the problem for the Packers with the offensive line, where continuity is, I think, most important. I think secondary is probably right there. Um, Quarterback-receiver relationships right there. You know, the Packers have really good Secondary relationships. Jerry Alexander and and Kevin King, for whatever flaws Kevin King has, for whatever misgivings you have about him being in the mix to start, uh, those those guys know each other with Shannon Sullivan in the slot. And they have a relationship, a pre-existing relationship with Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos. When you look at the, the starting five defensive backs for the Green Bay Packers, there is continuity there. Whether or not Jordan Love is a quarterback, if Aaron Rodgers is the guy, then you already know what he brings to the table. And and Jordan Love is going to get um, OTAs. He's going to get minicamp. And then eventually he will get training camp to have with those guys uh, whatever exhibition game reps that you get. If Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback, you don't worry about it. You really don't worry about it because Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, MBS. It's not like there's a bunch of new guys that he's going to have to get used to playing with. So you don't worry if, if Rodgers comes back, you know, late August, early September. Not a problem for the Packers, really. Not really. Now, the offensive line is an interesting one because right now it seems like the leader in the clubhouse is Josh Myers at center. And center quarterback relationship is something that does take some time. Now, Corey Lindsley jumped in uh, and as a rookie was a part of a very good football team as a fifth round rookie, by the way, not a second round rookie, not a, you know, a top 70 player uh, with an offense that had a lot of continuity, a lot of consistency, and of course, an MVP quarterback that helps. There's no doubt that helps. So if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback and a lot, you know, it it is increasingly frustrating that we have to keep using these counterfactuals. But if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, wouldn't you like to have him there with Josh Myers? Wouldn't you like to have that relationship built up? The short answer is yes, you would. But If you have Aaron Rodgers under center, 
then you worry less about the calls that are being made because you assume Aaron Rodgers is going to get you into all of the right plays. That he's going to get the protections right. And he is going to drain every second on the play clock to make sure that they're in the best position to succeed. So if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, there should be no questions about offensive line continuity, even if it requires at least one new starter and potentially more, considering we don't know if David Bakhtiari is going to play week one. The early indications from offseason work is that he is doing awesome, potentially ahead of schedule. And, you know, my my tea leave reading is that he will be there, if not week one, pretty early in the season, week two, week three, week four, somewhere in there. He already is looking very spry, uh, very athletic. And, and, you know, the big test is going to be power. Can he handle you know, someone bull rushing him, those kinds of things. It's it, it, it's easier. I don't want to say it's easy because it's not easy, but it's easier to kick slide and and do those things in drills when you don't have a 270 pound, uh, you know, monster trying to rip Aaron Rodgers head off that it's just a different beast out there. Right. So. From an offensive standpoint, if Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback, I don't think you worry about what's going on with the offensive line because David Bakhtiari is going to play the lion's share of snaps theoretically. You have Billy Turner, Elton Jenkins, John Runyon Jr., Lucas Patrick, and Josh Myers, plus Rice Newman getting snaps with the first team. Uh, and and you, you know you have this assortment of other players who are impressing the coaches, who are are trying to force their way onto the field. Now, whether they do or don't, you know, we'll see, right? If Ben Braden, who has been, you know, lauded by the coaches to date, uh, is able to force his way onto the field, then, well, then he's played well enough to earn that spot. And that matters too, right? If someone is going to force their way onto the field, more or less, then you want it to be because they outplayed a number of other guys who either have NFL experience or have real NFL pedigree. And so if Ben Braden is one of the starting guards, John Runyon Jr. played NFL snaps for Green Bay last year. Josh Myers was, you know, a top 70 pick last year. Royce Newman was a fourth round pick last year. Well, this year. Both of them, really, I mean, 2021, but but they were they were just recent draft picks, and they're gonna they're certainly going to get more opportunities than a you know non high draft pick, and and more than a non 2021 draft pick otherwise would. So if Braden starts, it's because that guy outplayed, and outplayed to a real material degree. These other guys who were draft picks that Green Bay really wanted to be successful. And and that's something that I think too often goes unnoticed. And that's not to say Ben Braden is going to be a world beater or anything like that. I mean, let's let's, uh, settle down. Let's pump the brakes. But Green Bay's offensive line, if there is going to be this continuity issue... To me, the biggest continuity issue is who's playing quarterback. 
Because when you look at the starters, and and let's just say, you know, by mid-October, David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Billy Turner, those guys for sure are going to be starting. Now, beyond that, we're not really sure. Lucas Patrick, I think pretty good chance. John Runyon Jr., pretty good chance. Josh Myers, pretty good chance. If I had to guess, opening day is going to be David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Josh Myers, Lucas Patrick, Billy Turner. But the fact that they've got someone like Royce Newman out there tells me they're not sold on Lucas Patrick. And someone like JRJ or Royce Newman is going to get every opportunity to be out there. And and it very much could be the case that David Bakhtiari can't go week one. You slide Jenkins out. Then you got JRJ at left guard, Lucas Patrick at right guard, Billy Turner at tackle. And you have uh, Josh Myers at center or JRJ or whatever you want to do. I mean, there's, there's so many ways. If Jordan Love is the quarterback, you might have to worry a little bit more because he's not going to set all those protections. He's not going to always get you into the right place. This is something that he has talked about and he said to reporters, and I'm just not on that same level as Aaron Rodgers. And and that's something that I need to work on. And and every young quarterback needs to work on it. I mean it's not a it's not a Jordan Love thing. Joe Burrow has to work on it. Baker Mayfield has to work on it. Kyler Murray has to work on it. You can't expect them to just master this right away. That's not an excuse, but it is an explanation for what's going on. So if Jordan Love has to be the quarterback, that's added pressure on the offensive line. Now, David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Billy Turner, you've got some real veteran guys out there who can make sure that you're consistently in a good position to do what you need to do. Does that mean it's always going to be perfect? No, but that's also true if it were Aaron Rodgers. The reality is probably to a lesser degree. Rodgers is, is in in most cases, probably going to get you in the best position possible, what, 70, 80, 85, 90% of the time. Jordan Love, I don't know, 50, 60%. We, we really don't know. And that's, that's part of the problem here is we really don't know. You know, we talked yesterday with Hayden Winks from Underdog Fantasy about how not having Rodgers would affect fantasy values, but it also affects the offensive line. And that is something that certainly the Green Bay Packers are thinking about. Matt LaFleur mentioned it. You know, he told Jordan Love, according to what he said to the media, hey, you know, you're all you're always one play away. I don't want to have to parse the like, oh, well, then that sounds like Rodgers is coming back. No, we don't know. We don't know about that. So let's just not worry about that for now, because speculation, I don't think helps anyone. But this offensive line has the starters the veteran guys to say, okay, we can do this. And then you add in some guys who are competing for that job, who are, you know, the best man wins kind of situation. And then you're going to put your best five out there. You'd love to see that from Matt LaFleur. And are they going to be the same as they were last year with Corey Lindsley? Eh, probably not. Could they be close? Sure they could. And that I think is what you really want from a team that's trying to say, look, we want to keep as many of these pieces together as we can without making any real compromises.
And speaking of not making any compromises, Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you get even more. With the Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements just for making purchases. Pay with your debit card. And if you win, you'll be notified on the spot of your instant karma that will be added to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away more than $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members. And right now, visit creditkarma.com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start playing. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. So I was trying to avoid this, trying to avoid the Aaron Rodgers conversation about his t-shirt. And I don't actually want to talk about the t-shirt. You know, he goes on this interview with Brian Anderson and talks about, you know, oh, I'm so glad that I, I don't have to do anything, no responsibilities. And and this comes on the, the heels of Emmanuel Acho on Fox Sports 1 talking about how his brother uh, relayed the story of Aaron Rodgers coming on the last day of CBA negotiations and saying, hey, let's not show up for OTAs. Let's not show up for minicamp. We shouldn't have those workouts. The season's long enough. Um, let's just come for training camp. And he was outvoted. But guess what? He didn't want to show up anyway. And so he hasn't so far. And Acho was saying, you know, this is this is petty that he's not coming for these things. And look, who knows what the situation there is. But he, but Rogers shows up in press for the match, the latest the match with uh, Brooks Kepka and Tom Brady against Rogers and Bryson DeChambeau. And. Aside from the comments about practice, we're talking about practice, he shows up with a I'm offended t-shirt on. And this is tongue-in-cheek. And if you ask different people, you'll get different answers on who he's talking about. And I don't want to parse all that because who cares? I mean, is he talking to the Packers? Is he talking to the critics? Is he talking to the fans? Is he talking to everybody? Is he talking to nobody? Who cares? We don't know. That's not the point. Mark Murphy was pilloried for saying Aaron Rodgers was a complicated fella. He was absolutely skewered for making that comment, a comment that to me is pretty banal. Pretty banal. It's not much of anything. And Aaron Rodgers goes on a press tour with a shirt that is whether you know who whoever he's talking to doesn't matter he is trolling the situation per mark murphy's words that the packers and aaron Rodgers are in he is making light of that situation i started to think you know why is it that aaron Rodgers has a different standard of behavior than Mark Murphy. And it's not because Mark Murphy is the president and CEO of the team and Rodgers is the quarterback. You know, it's an, that that employee management sort of uh, relationship. I don't think it's that. I think it's that Aaron Rodgers did one of the things and Mark Murphy did another. And sometimes it really is that 
easy. And at first I was sort of just like, this is, this is stupid because, you know, uh, why, why is everyone so upset about what Mark Murphy said? And no one is upset about what Aaron Rodgers did. And, and that, that was me coming from the perspective of, I don't actually care about what either of them did or said. Like, I, I just don't think it moves the needle that much. So, you know, who cares? But this double standard was interesting to me. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized, well, uh, maybe there should be a double standard. You know, equity in these moments is not always the best thing. The same, you know, equal is not always just. And just is not always equal. And in this case, I think that's bang on. Treating the things that Aaron Rodgers does because he's Aaron Rodgers is reasonable. Mark Murphy does not have the same sort of equity with the fans that Aaron Rodgers does. And and the reason is easy. Mark Murphy doesn't help them win football games. Not really. Not really. I mean, if he makes some sound financial decisions, it makes it easier for them to spend in free agency as they did a few years ago. And, you know, if you if you want to spin it that far, I think you really have to work to spin it that far. The reason Aaron Rodgers gets the benefit of the doubt is easy. He's Aaron Rodgers. And he likes to, in these moments, poke some fun. And he likes to be a little wry. And he likes to be a little satirical and a little self-aware and say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to poke fun at myself and this situation as well as the Green Bay Packers. And clearly, I mean, I, I, I sent a couple tweets about it and fans were overwhelmingly on his side on this one. That doesn't mean that fans are overwhelmingly on his side about everything or that, you know, if his stance were to change that they would absolutely 100% be on his side. I don't think that is the reality of where Packer fans are. Now there are plenty of them that are annoyed with Brian Gutekunst, pissed at Brian Gutekunst. No question about it. And there are plenty of fans who are annoyed with Mark Murphy, pissed at Mark Murphy, infuriated by Mark Murphy or Brian Gutekunst. Those fans are also absolutely out there. And my guess is that those people are just not listening anymore. <laughs> They're just like, nah, we're, uh, we, we don't need to listen to this. And, you know, that's yeah, obviously their right to do. I'm not going to force anyone to listen to us. That would be ridiculous. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that so many people willingly choose to listen to us instead. Uh, this is a team that can go win a Super Bowl. And if Mark Murphy is not the president in 2021 or 2022, or 2023. It does not materially affect their ability to win a championship. Especially if you believe in Brian Gutekinds. And I, and I would say, you know, it, most people who are annoyed with the Packers are, are less confident than, than the people who are a little bit more confident. But Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekinst, you know, they have they brought in uh, Matt LaFleur. They fired Mike McCarthy. 
and they ushered in a new era in Packers football. So maybe you don't believe in those guys, but their their uh, impact on this team cannot be denied. On the other hand, if the Packers don't have Aaron Rodgers, they have a 1% chance of competing for a Super Bowl in 2021, maybe. And that is if, you know, Jordan Love, he doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes, you know, first-year starter to be that. He doesn't need to be, you know, Lamar Jackson, first-year preferred starter where, where you're talking about MVP performances. But I don't think it's that crazy to think that he could be an MVP candidate in this offense with these guys uh, if he's as good as the Packers think he is. And there was an article on Fansided from Matt Lombardo with a quote from a former GM who was like, if Brian Gutekinds is wrong and he doesn't think he is about Jordan Love, then it is a career-defining move. And of course, you know, that's not that's not exactly sparkling analysis. We knew that. If Brian Gutekinds is wrong about Jordan Love, Jordan Love sucks. If Jordan Love just like can't play, then you isolated uh, your, stars, your star quarterback and you put a, a clock on your star coach that you really didn't need to put on him because you had Aaron Rodgers. And if you just take literally anyone else, uh, you wouldn't be in the same situation. Now, you know, does that mean that the process would change materially? I don't I don't think so. Um, given the, given the information that we had at the time, I think the Packers were very excited to pick a quarterback. They did so, and they think that quarterback is very good. They think Jordan Love can be real. They think he can be a material uh, NFL starter who can can bring you more than just like. Yeah, yeah, well, he's he can play for us. He's our guy. He's the guy who happens to be playing this week. That's Andy Dalton for the Chicago Bears. That's what that is, right? Andy Dalton is the guy that you're like, well, he's starting because we we don't we're not ready for Justin Fields yet. Like that's why Andy Dalton starts. Jordan Love, not that guy. Not that guy. And Blake Bortles, I mean, if, if Jordan Love can't beat up Blake Bortles, you probably have a much bigger, a much bigger problem. And then then maybe you have to explore some trades because if uh, if that's the situation, oof, you are in rough shape as an organization. And maybe that is where Green Bay finds itself in a couple weeks. Uh, Andrew Brandt talked about this. Uh, it, training camp, I don't think, is a deadline. I don't think, as James Jones suggested, Aaron Rodgers is going to be there day one of training camp. Now, will he be there before the season starts? I continue to believe that he will. But, you know, plenty of things still up in the air to make that all uh, work out. So, look, I think it's possible to look at this situation and say, okay, um, Mark Murphy, uh, Brian Gutekind, Spat LaFleur, they're in the right for whatever, you know, Aaron Rodgers drama there is. But um, Aaron Rodgers contributes to winning more than Mark Murphy or Brian Gutekinds. And so that's the guy I'm going to ride with. That's the guy I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Aaron Rodgers actually is on the field trying to win football games. And that guy plays a big role in, in whether or not you win or lose. So, of course, the standards are going to be different to, for him. And guess what? The standards should be different. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why worry about it? Why deal with the nonsense? Go to rockauto.com. They've been serving auto parts customers online for decades. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you could go to Rock Auto, a family business that has been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go and explore their easy to use website today to find a solution for all of your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Got a DM from a media friend of mine who said coconut almonds is basically a candy bar. And that's true. It is. It is absolutely delicious. And yet it is low net carb, low sugar with high fiber and high protein unbelievable mixture all covered in 100% chocolate every bar they make is covered in 100% chocolate and yet they meet that same sort of idea mega protein mega fiber and not the kind of gross bad things for your body that you might expect from something that tastes as good as a built bar does I had one today Late afternoon snack, I needed it. I needed a little jolt, a little something, and guess what? Not only does it taste good, I can feel good about it tasting good. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. When you use the promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Locked On Today. The Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis and Tedekumbo and Chris Middleton staved off elimination. They force a game seven in Brooklyn. Get more of the sports you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, we're going to be back next week. We have a player interview coming up next week. Should be a great week, so have fun. Have a great weekend. Be safe, and we will see you, of course, back here next week. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920 341 3775 to stay locked on Packers.